guys. Grab your baubles. Um, greetings from Geelong. Nobody actually... Oh, actually, one person, Danny, said hello to Ian and Sally Steer, and I've already passed that regards on, but no one actually specifically said to me, Ben, when you see so-and-so or the fellowship say hello, but we do send our regards. Um, we made it across, praise the Lord. Um, we weren't the other convoy that sort of went through this other sort of unheard of town in between sort of major stations and snuck in the back door. You know who you are. Yeah. But Big Brother's watching. You've still got to, you know, tick the boxes. Um, I've just got a little confession. Um, I, uh, a little confession. I think three points. I just want to apologise to my wife. Um, I wasn't cold. Um, I didn't realise I had to be cold at that certain time. So, um, you know, for homeostasis and, and, and harmony in the house, I was told rigorously that I probably should have been cold at this one point. I must apologise. I wasn't cold. I used a spoon. Um, my apologies. I didn't realise I wasn't allowed to eat um, my pasta with a spoon. Um, so I um, was told rigorously that um, uh, spoons aren't the appropriate tool to use for pasta. And my last one, I used the wrong towel drying my hands. Um, I didn't actually realise that the towel that I did pick was on the molecular structure. It was only designed for faces, not hands. So my apologies. Um, and now that we've got that off my chest, I can start my talk. <laughs> so, um, the title of my talk is Death by Sea Kayak. <laughs> um, if, you have any, um, if you have any questions, see Jill and Ray Hurtado at site, whatever that is, over there where they normally are. Um, I uh, like walking out into the bush um, with whatever I've got on my back and trying to do my best to make it back alive. Um, and so um, um, I was thinking about this and it's very much um, our purpose in our walk in the Lord. You know, the Lord said, you've got everything you need, go. And uh, there is a rule book or a guide, I should say. There are examples. You know, we've got uh, plenty of um, examples um, in the Word of God where we can glean and, uh, you know, get inspiration and uh, tips and hiking and camping hacks. You know, you don't have to go to YouTube or anything like that. It's right there in front of us. But uh, I like going out and, um, you know, um, going for a hike, climbing a mountain, saying, yeah, I've climbed a mountain, camp somewhere, climb back down again. Um, so, the most survivalists and most people who are out there say there's three, or sorry, there's, there's certain things that you need to make sure that you're able to do. Um, and I'm just going to sort of do some quick maths. I'm going to run out of time, so I'm going to just pull out a few things. The first, um, you need to understand your environment. So whether you're going um, out hunting or hiking in woodlands or, or sort of like um, some high highlands in the Victoria can sort of temperatures can like climb and drop really quickly or um, out in the middle of the Hay Plains or the Nullarbor or something like that. You need to understand your environment and you need to be, a, um, you know, prepared for that. Um, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. So 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm just going to start in verse 9. It says, For I thank, oh, sorry, I think that God hath set for us the apostles last, as it were appointed to death, for 
um, we are made a spectacle under the world and to, angel, sorry, and to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. We are honourable, but we are despised. Even unto the present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and we are naked and are buffeted and have no certain dwelling place, and labour, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, being persecuted, we suffer it. Being defamed, we entreat, we are made as the filth of the world and are uh, off-scouring of all things unto this day. I write not of these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. So this is how we approach the world. We are seen as sort of these weirdo dudes, a sect, a cult maybe, some extremists, some this or some that, and I can't believe you speak in a different language. What are you talking about? You know, you hear in movies sometimes that sort of they mock the Holy Spirit or speaking in tongues and things like that. And um, quite often, a Christian, when I say a Christian, I mean somebody that is spirit-filled, born again, baptised by full immersion, not a, um, you know, go to the church on Christmas and Easter and um, was christened once upon a time. Um, we are quite willing and happy to be sort of made ridicule of. And however, no other religion can sort of be mocked about really because they sort of, you know, jump up and down and stuff. So that, that is us knowing our environment. We're going into the world seen as this type of, uh, as the scriptures are, uh, sort of outlined here. And so we need to be prepared. Um, you know, we read scriptures about that, you know, we need to be as harmless, um, as harmless as doves, but as wise as serpents. We understand that everything we put our hand to and every step we take, not the sting song from the police, but every step we take, God is with us. You know, he'll bless our movements. He'll bless the words that usher from our lips cons- with the overshadowing that we want to do the Lord's business that we want to do what the Lord has asked us to do. He's asked us to go. You know, it's written up here. That is pretty old. It's probably one of the OG uh, banners, isn't it, uh, Christine? Pastor John, that was probably one of the first banners ever made up there. Yeah, cool. And nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Um, you know, we're quite lucky to have a bit of a sanctuary here as well where we're able to sort of just relax a little bit and not have to think about when we step out the door, what tools are we going to need? Are we going to have this? What type of weather are we... Oh, <laughs> don't talk to me about the weather. Um, what things are we going to tackle today in life, in our, in our, in our um, day-to-day living? Um, Matthew chapter 17, verse 15 talks about being aware of false prophets, understanding that there's these people that might talk the same as you, that might ap- uh, um, approach your, uh, you the same way that you might approach them. But we need to sort of use the word of the Lord, use the scriptures, understand their position, give them space, give them a, a voice, I suppose, but don't be deceived. And with love and compassion and the hope that's within us, offer them a better way. We read about that in scriptures. Matthew 10 verse 16 says, Behold, I send you forth as sheeps in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I quoted that before. And so we've been given... A heads up, a tip, guide. Luke 10 verse 3 says, Go your ways, behold, I send you forth as lambs amongst wolves. Um, I don't know actually who would win in a, a fight between a lamb and a wolf. I'm assuming a wolf, but not a spirit-filled lamb, if there are such 
things. We're spirit-filled lambs. We've got a we've got a big brother fighting for us. And when you sort of head out into the wilderness, if you want to call it that, or the the bush, you need proper clothing. You need to be dressed for the environment and for the habitat and the understanding of the environment that you've got. You know, without the appropriate clothing, you're already behind the eight ball. You're already fighting the elements. If you're not dressed warm enough, you're losing heat and hypothermia can set on even before you're aware of it. Um, if you're overdressed, um, an old person said to me once, you can never overdress. Well, maybe you can. Um, I always think Beth overdressed. She wears heaps and heaps of layers. She's always cold. But that's okay. That's her. Actually, oh, sorry, babe. I'm really put you under the spotlight. Sorry. I'll pay for it later. With chives. Um, so under, you need to sort of make sure that you're dressed appropriately. Well, let's pick that up and put that in our spiritual life. How do we make sure that we're dressed appropriately? We understand, you know, when Elijah and Elisha were travelling and Elijah was picked up with the fiery char um, chariots, you know, a mantle was, was dropped and Elisha picked up that mantle and he covered himself with Elijah's mantle and he was recognised with that same authority and that same power from Elijah. Are we covering ourselves with that mantle? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. Time check. Right. Come on, guys. Pick it up. Hurry up. Chapter 6, verse 13, it says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armour of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Having done all gone over your equipment, checked it for holes, patched the things that needed to be patched, re-stitched the things that need to be re-stitched, stitched, flushed out the old mouldy drink bottle that you've seen sitting in the shed for a while, you know, cleaned it out, made sure that you're prepared, made sure that you had the right type of socks. You know, sometimes I've been hiking and um, you see the checkbook hikers, you know, they've just stopped in at um, Kakmandu, whatever it is, or Anaconda or whatever, or, you know, MacPack, and they've got all the top-notch stuff but they're all thumbs and all left feet, and they have the worst experience in, in the world. They don't know how to use this stuff. They haven't tried this stuff. They haven't gone and tested this stuff. They haven't even set the tent up, you know, and have a little camp out in the backyard and test the gear, you know. But we need to. We need to make sure that we have done all so that we are able to stand. Make sure your helmet's on the right way. Number two, you need to have a means of lighting a fire. A fire it serves as multiple purposes. In when you're out, a fire is great to lift morale. They call it the bush TV. I know for me, you sit there and you can watch it for hours. You know, you've got to keep adding fuel to it, of course, but it sort of mesmerises you, lifts your spirit. Some great conversation can happen around a campfire. You get to know the people that you're travelling with really well. But it also can be used to purify water. To cook and make sure food is safe to eat. It can give you a, a warmth. It can um, uh, scare away predators or any sort of enemy that might want to uh, come into your camp. It lights the surrounding uh, campsite so that you don't trip and fall and hurt yourself. In our spiritual life, we know about that fire. We've been filled with fire, that Holy Spirit. Pastor Chad's talk, Chad talked about that power, Acts chapter 1. 
And you'll know on that day, you know, we'll have be, be you know, we'll receive power. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah had that, uh, um, oh, it's gone red. Um, Isaiah had the, uh, uh, I've lost my, let me check my notes. He had a vision about a hot coal being lifted off the altar and searing on his lips to purify himself. We've been purified. We have the ability through the Holy Spirit to make sure that, you know, the things that we digest and that we ponder about is purified and made sure that we understand things the way that the Lord wants us to understand things. Shelter is another thing. A shelter is an amazing thing. And I'm, I'm skipping over this because I feel like I've written a 45-minute talk here and it should have only been 12 minutes, but never mind. A sanctuary. What's our sanctuary? It's the church. If you go out in the bush by yourself, you better have a shelter. You, can, you can't individually shelter yourself. That's why God set up the body, the church. This is our sanctuary. This is our shelter. And if you think you can manage it sitting at home, watching YouTube, watching Zoom, you're fooling yourself. You can do it for a short time. And the Victorian saints are speaking from experience. A hand cannot survive by itself. A toe cannot survive by itself. We need to be together to protect us from enemies. As a herd of elements, elephants come together, the big bull and the big mums come around at the outside and protect the more vulnerable. Same with fish. Same with, you know, look at God's creations. He set it up that way. It's the same for the saints. Make sure you know where your sanctuary is. Make sure you know where your shelter is. It's not an udi. Your shelter is not an udi. It's the fellowship. And with that, you can share fire. You can share food. You can share warmth, encouragement, testimonies, human contact. When we pray together, when we sing together, when we just talk together, survival is increased. So let me leave you with this thought. Where's your shelter? Where's your clothing? Where's the equipment that you need to, so that you have done all so you're adversary?